Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Wife Me Up. I'm your host, Megan Faulkner, and it is so good to be with you today. This is show number 15 and something that I am certainly no expert on, but definitely have plenty of practice in is our topic for today. We're going to discuss burnout and three ways that we can actively avoid it. Remember to stick around at the end of the show for Megan Recommends, a new segment we've added to the end of each show to tell you about some things that are bright spots in the world. I know that you'll love today's recommendation, especially if you love food and fun. I would love to give a huge shout out to those of you who have followed, subscribed, rated, reviewed the show. It truly helps more than you could ever know and it helps new friends find us so if you haven't done that yet and if you would take a millisecond to do that it would be extremely helpful and mean the world to me i'm super grateful for all of your feedback and um, our wife me up fam is growing because of that feedback so if you haven't done it already and wouldn't mind leaving a review if you are on apple podcasts or a quick follow if you're on spotify that would be amazing a huge shout out to those of you who have shared the show with your friends or posted it on your Insta stories or your Facebook for other people to see. I am truly super grateful for you. And I just want you to know how helpful it is and how thankful I am. So thanks so much for that. Before we get started, remember, Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're a part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show will provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories. To not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask, to tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible, create things for others to enjoy. Because what actually is life if it's not shared? It is February 25th, 2021, the last week of February. Thank God the winter is coming to a close here in the Northeast where I am. I am not a good winter girl. Holy moly. I am not a good winter girl. What a time. I want to let you know that I am on my third cup of coffee today. So your guess is as good as mine as what is to happen in the minutes to come. I wanted to share with you something today that you probably have heard before, maybe have heard before. If you listen to author and speaker and vulnerability researcher, Brene Brown, she has shared this speech in one of her own talks that she gave, a very famous TED talk that she gave actually. But I wanted to talk to you about something really important And the speech from President Roosevelt really sets the tone here. He delivered it in the Sorbonne in Paris, uh, Paris, France, of course, in 1910. And he said this. So these are President Roosevelt's words in 1910. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short time and time again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasm, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, 
at least he fails while daring greatly. I have to tell you that I love Brene Brown. I first heard her at the Global Leadership Summit a few years ago, where her lessons on vulnerability and leadership cut my heart like right in half. And I'm certain it was just bleeding straight out of my chest all over everyone around me. I was experiencing this season of incredible burnout when I first heard her share that President Roosevelt speech. And she gave this really awesome three-point narrative in response to his speech. This past decade of my life has felt like this one big, vulnerable, gaping wound. Do you ever feel like that? Like you're just bleeding out and people are just standing around watching you, popping popcorn, drinking the cup holder, ice cream on deck, candy in their hand. It's weird, right? As well as there's like such a life of leadership that people believe they have full access to it. So I stumbled upon this talk by Brene. We're on a first name basis. And by that, I mean, she has no idea I exist. And it was the best 22 minutes and 40 seconds I have ever spent sitting still in a long time. And I'll put the link in the show notes so you can see her whole talk if you want. But here's the basic gist. She says, what that speech by President Roosevelt taught her was that we had to show up to life and that the only guarantee to showing up in life is that you're definitely going to get your butt kicked. Because she says, if courage is a value we hold and vulnerability takes courage, then this butt kicking is a guarantee. And the other thing she says is that if you're not in the arena getting your butt kicked too, then I'm not interested in your feedback. And when she shared that third thought, I literally screamed. I was in my desk chair and I stood up out of it and I was like, yes, thank you, Brene. Exactly right. And all of this was kind of stirring in my heart at that time. And I might say something you don't like in this episode, and that's okay. Um, But when you're in leadership, everyone feels like they have a say about your life and full access to you at any time for any reason. You can disagree with that statement that all you want, but it's true for me. It feels true for me. And I'm guessing if you're in any kind of leadership capacity, if you're serving anywhere at any time in any reason, it's kind of ringing true in your heart too. So the question's like, where's the line between vulnerability for authenticity's sake and boundaries for leadership and longevity in health and profession? And I'm still trying to find it. A few years ago, in the middle of August, I had this really incredible like five-day migraine that landed me in the emergency room sobbing. It was my body's way of rebelling against my 24-7 life lifestyle. My migraine was due to like dehydration, lack of nutrition, exhaustion, and stress, and unending text messages, a phone that receives no less than 35 calls a day, a constant need for charging, and kind of also brought on some like by the attitude of other people, like where I was thinking people thought, you know, she owes me this kind of mindset. There's this expectation for me to be everywhere for everyone all of the time. And it was kind of well known. So in that time, I also wasn't being authentic because I just wanted to hold this one thing that I knew really close to my chest and not share it with anyone. I was having this insanely scary personal health diagnosis that needed resolving quickly that was very separate from migraine land, although now in retrospect, I can kind of see how the two were related. But I was 1 million percent burnout all those years ago. I was firing on all cylinders, not taking care of myself, not doing what I needed to be doing, and felt like I was the only one in my own corner. I needed some cheerleaders, but I like refused to be vulnerable enough to share that I needed those cheerleaders. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're in the arena getting your butt kicked too, then we should all just be cheering each other on for whatever arena we're all in. 
And we should allow people to have boundaries where they need to have boundaries. And we should cheer for people instead of filling up with resentment when someone is succeeding or if they didn't return our text or our phone call. And I have a few questions for us. What if we didn't put so much pressure on each other to perform and perfect and instead we just operated in compassion? What if the only thing we expected from each other was kindness? What if we thought the best about the people around us? Why do we think the worst about people? What if if our default was, I'm thinking the best about and for this person? And, And lastly, I wanna ask us today, What if we didn't roll our eyes from the cheap seats to someone else's life while they're in the arena battling it out? I mean, what if we actually got in the arena and started battling alongside of them? I think Jesus would be cheering the loudest. We don't know all of the battles of the people around us. So since that period of absolutely wild burnout and through some really incredible Christian therapy and boundary setting, I have three super practical ways to avoid burnout that I found so incredibly helpful that have absolutely changed my life and I'm hoping that they will help you. So these are Megan Faulkner's three ways to avoid burnout as experienced by most of my adulthood life. (laughs) The first one is to institute regular rhythms of rest. I don't mean regular vacations, although they are amazing. I'm sure. I mean, actually practicing regular rhythms of rest, regularly scheduling rest into your weekly routine. Maybe it's one full day, maybe it's a few mornings or evenings or whatever works for you and your family and your lifestyle structure, but you have to incorporate rest in regular rhythms. Our bodies need it, our minds need it, and our souls need it. Not one single human on the planet is too busy to rest. In fact, the most successful people have a day or a period or a regular rhythm of rest. And I'm going to say something you probably don't like, but if it's important to you, you will figure out how to get it in. I don't necessarily mean sleep. I mean fueling your heart, your mind, your body with rest. Even if the rhythm is just 10 minutes long, just rest. Figure out a regular rhythm of rest. For parents of multiple little kids at home, it might be that you're getting in the car separate from your partner who's raising your kids with you to take a 10 minute drive by yourself. Regular rhythms of rest are so important and if it matters, you'll figure out how. Um, and, and for single people, I'm just going to talk to us for a minute. It's really easy to go one way or the other on this pendulum. We could be really, really busy and think that we don't need to be rested because we just want to be with people. If you're an extrovert like me and you kind of over schedule yourself, or you could be lazy because you don't have the responsibility of young children at home. And so laziness and rest are not the same thing. And then masking rest with busyness is also not what I'm talking about here. So it's just a regular rhythm of rest for your body. The second thing that I can say for sure helps to avoiding burnout is to stay connected to community. Isolating is so dangerous, and this has nothing to do with being an introvert or extrovert. Community saved my life, especially this past year. Many people are struggling in isolation, and I am here to tell you that that is not how we are created to be living. 
I'm in, in, in this like really incredible small group of women who cheer each other on, who champion each other, who encourage each other and call each other out. It is a weird, weird, weird world of pandemonia right now. I get it. So if you're uncomfortable in person, ask to connect with people virtually. You will never regret being in real, true life, authentic community. This is a total burnout alleviator and this is up to you. It's up to you to kind of create this and make this and involve yourself in this. This is the place where we carry each other's burdens. This is where you know you're not alone. Community can look so different and so many different ways for each of us. Yours could look different than mine, but know that we were created for community. We are created for each other. Isolating is so dangerous. Community is what opens up doors for wholeness. And I believe in the whole Bible, and this is biblical. So get you some friends you can share your whole life with. And third, tell the truth. It's very simple. Just tell the truth and tell the whole truth to your partners, your families, your best friends, your boss, the people in your daily life. Secrets keep you sick. It is an old adage from AA and it's so true. Secrets keep you sick. If you keep your burnout to yourself or your secrets to yourself, you will never, ever get better. We have to tell the truth and we have to let people in. You know what's coming up next, fam. There is some ancient wisdom that I love, and it says this. This is beautiful. So maybe you want to, if you're not driving, maybe just close your eyes and listen to this. There's ancient wisdom says this. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Take it from the recovering burnout queen. These three things will change you for the good. Institute regular rhythms of rest, stay connected to community, and tell the truth. Remember what the wisdom said, we will learn to live freely and lightly if we can do those things. It sounds amazing, right? Let's not burn out. Wife me up, fam. Check in with me this week and let me know how it's going. I'll see you next Thursday. Hey, if you've been listening to our show lately, you'll know that we started a new segment called Megan Recommends, just a little place to share the things that are making my world brighter and better in hopes that they'll make your world brighter and better too. Today, I want to introduce you to a sweet little connection I have, uh, Move and Munch with Amir J. I met Amira when we were sharing at the same fundraiser, Rise Reflector Store, which you've heard me talk about before. I took an awesome Instagram cooking class with her and I fell in love with the healthy food that she creates. She is a dancer, mover, shaker, food enthusiast who is inspiring in her practice of wellness and mindfulness. Fun fact, Amira is actually a Disney Cruise Line performer and her barbecue chicken chickpea wrap is something that I cannot stop thinking about. So go check her out on Instagram and her healthy food at at move and munch m-o-v-e-a-n-d-m-u-n-c-h i will put it in the show notes so you won't forget it and i know that you for sure will not regret it